It's time now for History Matters. We are joined on the phone this morning by uh, historian extraordinaire Scott Washington to look back on uh, this week in history. On the phone this morning, because cars being what they are, but uh, still joining us as always. How are you? Well, I'm, I'm doing fine. I followed my own advice, which was I, I had a car in the shop. And I said, okay, but borrowed another one. A, a huge amount of windows. I'm scraping it off. And then I'm turning it on. It sounds like it's it's warming up and defrosting, only to discover the defrost was not working. So I tried driving halfway down the road. I said, nope, I, I would tell anybody else don't do it. So appreciate that WCHL is, uh, has all the latest technology that allows us to do this. <laughs> That's how history happens, too. Um, but it's a great week for history. And whether the weather is cold or warm, uh, there are good things happening. In fact, here's a good one uh, to start off the day. You can say, how cold was it? Well, it's so cold, the defrost wasn't working. But more than that, back in 1940, on January 30th, guess what? An iceberg was spotted off the North Carolina coast. And <laughs> it was must have been was significantly cold. colder then. <laughs> Well, it was cold, but, you know, you don't think about icebergs down here, but that was exactly what actually did happen. They did spot an iceberg. <laughs> and I did not spot one this morning, uh, but that did happen. Uh, this is also, uh, uh, back on January 30th, is uh, uh, three different people are born on this date. Uh, one is at a, um, Douglas Engelbart, the computer scientist who invented the computer mouse, nice. uh, which was not too far, just a few decades ago. Uh, Franklin Roosevelt was also born on the state, and a, a world-class historian that maybe a, some people today may not know a much uh, as much about, Barbara Tuckman, mm. uh, T-U-C-H-M-A-N. A different, a, uh, a Distant Mirror, is that the book? Yes, A Distant wrote, Mirror, yep. and then The Guns of August, yeah. uh, which he won the Pulitzer Prize for. Um, in 1963, I think. It came out in 1962. John F. Kennedy read it. He gave copies to other world leaders, and who knows, maybe that averted some war because she looked back at the the First World War and uh, is such a compelling writer uh, that uh, she, and she said she was glad she didn't have a PhD because she loved to research and write, and it took her to uh, look at things imaginatively and creatively and define nuances of situations. And so she's a, I, I kind of like one of the... <laughs> Although a good go PhD ahead. program will also teach those things as well. Like, Yes, well, you are the, you are the, the great exception. <laughs> I can just, I was going to follow up with that. Absolutely. And uh, you're, you're one of the great... Like if you're in a PhD I... program and you come out not with those qualities, you've been to the wrong PhD program. Yes, I think that's true. So uh, it may have been some people scoffed at first until... She kind of proved her chops. Um, she also said something really important, which was that sometimes, uh, to paraphrase, sometimes uh, things seem worse than they really are. And that she also developed a corollary that if it's reported, it at least seems five or time to, uh, 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 worse than it is. And I thought, yeah, that is probably right when we look at the news and realize there's a lot more good going on in the world every day than what's reported, and that's uh, an important thing to keep in mind. So she's another person that's kind of important uh, in terms of when it looks, uh, looking at history, and uh, uh, certainly uh, she demonstrated the chops that I think people like you already know <laughs> and are very good at, and we're 
so grateful for your expertise in history. Uh, you are certainly a historian extraordinary yourself uh, by far, Aaron. Uh, but here's some other things that happened this week. Uh, on January 31st, 1865, is when the 13th Amendment gets passed by Congress. And then it's going to be sent out to the states for ratification. But Abraham Lincoln does something extraordinary. On February 1st, he actually signs it. Now, this is not required for amendments, but he wanted to put his full weight behind this to say he supports it. Now, within the year, of course, he will be assassinated, uh, and it will take until December of 1865 uh, for the 13th Amendment to pass abolishing slavery. Uh, but February 1st is that date then that uh, becomes uh, revered and becomes, as we know it, February as uh, Black History Month. Mm. Uh, Lincoln's birthday is also in uh, February. And uh, because of that, and so is George Washington, uh, because of that, um, communities, uh, African-American communities after the Civil War began to celebrate uh, not only Lincoln's birthday, but other historians uh, began to say, wait a minute, shouldn't we be doing something more intentionally all about February, simply going back to what had uh, happened uh, with the 13th Amendment going right, forward? Right, right. It's so important. Yeah. And this is a week also when the 15th Amendment gets passed, uh, guaranteeing African Americans the right to vote. Because after the Civil War, you have the 13th Amendment, fine, there's no slavery. The 14th, yes, but you're not American citizens, you can't vote takes the 14th Amendment to say, yes, all right, you have been freed from slavery, uh, you're American citizens, but you can't vote. And it still takes five years later in 1870, a 15th Amendment to say, you can vote. And of course, as we know, there will be a lot of obstacles placed in front of that, and it will take another 100 years. And that is what leads to something else kind of historic this week. Um, and on February 1st, uh, 1960, and this is local, uh, uh, four black uh, college students known as the Greensboro Four, uh, they go to a Woolworths counter in Greensboro, and of course it's segregated. And they sit down in the white section and they are refused to be served. And at that point, a sit-in begins to develop. It swells over a number of months, eventually leading to integration of these lunch counters. But a lot you can point to uh, the Civil Rights Act of 1964 uh, coming out of this that bans discrimination mm -hmm coming out of actions of brave individuals uh, that uh, stand up uh, and say enough. And one of those, of course, uh, the, who has a birthday this week, though normally we think of December 1st as the day when we celebrate Rosa Parks uh, sitting on that bus in Montgomery and, not, uh, and then being arrested and starting the modern-day civil rights movement. But actually her birthday is February 4th. And so there are some states that still recognize that. Uh, birthday, and it's important to realize that here's a person who was quietly going about her job, uh, but as she realizes the impact of civil rights and had been left at bus stops before, had walked many times because when there was no room, the law was then anybody who is African American has to leave the bus. Mm -hmm. And finally, she said no. It wasn't she was tired of uh, from uh, that day, but as much as she said later as tired of having to do it this again yeah and uh, so she stood up by standing by uh, sitting down which is you know something that we all should remember that uh, standing up for injustice and linking arms with those uh, who are facing that is a good thing uh, that's certainly what uh, history shows uh, do we have some time for we've some got more? <laughs> time for one more what do we got 
Okay. Well, here is one, and you know my I have a soft spot for these animals that get launched into space. And one of them comes up this week, uh, 1961, on January 31st, is when a, uh, a chimpanzee, which was, they didn't give him a name at this point uh, until he had launched uh, successfully and returned, uh, number 65 becomes known as Ham the Chimp. They didn't give him a and, name until he was back? That's awful. Yeah. <laughs> this happens. It's like, no, no, we don't want to name it because you know, if we do, then people will identify and we go, oh, well, of course, you know, this is a sentient being too. And uh, Sam goes through all the. I'm doing that with the, the next. I'm doing that with the next astronaut. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, then, you know, you know, when I look back at the records of this, it's extraordinary. I mean, here we are. We're launching people commercially into space. Back then, it was really grueling and not predictable. And hats off to Ham, uh, the chimp, uh, and so many other uh, animals that paved the way for the rest of us to enjoy so many other things in space. And that's why history matters. Scott Washington, as always, thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you, Aaron.